Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of The Gentleman's Journey. We're here uh, from in Sioux, Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the national headquarters of uh, First Premier Bank. And we are here with our first guest, very excited to have him, brother Denny Sanford, uh, Alpha Nu, class of 58 grad. Denny, how are you doing today? Wonderful, thank you, and I appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, we're so glad to have you with us. Um, you know, this has been something we've been trying to develop for a long time, and just now that it's here, uh, we couldn't be more excited, and you know, just how we're kicking it off, and uh, you know, just being here, the environment, uh, getting to you know see your business, and you know, understand what's going on here, and getting to hear your story uh, in these next you know ha half hour to an hour. It's going to be fantastic. We're glad to do it, and again, we thank you so much for being with us. Uh, so, first and foremost, um, tell me just about basically how you end up here today. As Denny Sanford, uh, you know, 86 years old, you know, you establish your business, you get here. What would you say were your three biggest things that led you to where you are today? You know, it could be hard work, success, anything like that. Good question. So I would start out by saying uh, my, my dad was a major influence on my, on my life. Uh, I've worked full time since I was nine years old. And continuing to work at 85, by the way, and not 86, but that's okay. 85, excuse me. <laughs> well, well, that, that works. So that was a big influence on me. And I worked, as I say, since I was uh, nine years old. And, but I was not a very good student. So I barely got out of high school. Uh, I was having problems at the university. My sophomore year at, at the University of Minnesota, I pledged Kaisai. And it was truly one of the most significant things in my life because I had, all of a sudden I had some mentors and older alums uh, and uh, as well as the, the, the actors at that point in time. Uh, they kept re reminding Danny who didn't uh, catch on right away that the, the lodge was gonna lose its status at the university if we didn't maintain a good grade, grade point average. So that, uh, that was significant. And get it, got me through, not with the best, great, best of grades, but uh, one extra quarter at the University of Minnesota. So I graduated in 58, uh, uh, four years and one quarter uh, late, but that's, we got through and it was a great experience. Okay, so it just meant so much to me. Uh, this is all about gentleman consideration and it, it made me a, a better gentleman. I had some uh, troubles right out of high school and got, got over those. And uh, it truly made me a gentleman, and, and I thank Kaisai to this day for doing that, and that's how, uh, why I contributed, what I contributed to, to Kaisai. So it was a great experience. I, <clears throat> my first job out of college was with the Armstrong Court Company on linoleum, tile, and that type of thing for floors, and stayed with them just for one year after, after a training uh, course and left on my own, became a manufacturer's rep, uh, architectural products, uh, getting architects to specify the, the uh, products that I was representing, and that became a very successful company. I took it public in 1972 at $5 a share, sold it in 82 for $35 a share. So that, that worked out pretty well, put some cash in my pocket, and a buddy of mine in Minneapolis, very dear, dear friend, came to me and said, look, I've got a serious problem. It's called a wife. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, 
no one liked this gal. And so he said, lend me some money. And I'm, I want you to buy my bank out in South Dakota. I said, why do I want a bank? And you know, I'm not that crazy about banks in the, in the first place. He said, I'll buy it back from you in two years. I'll give you a put. You can put it back to me in two years. And uh, so I, I bought this bank. It was a very small bank, $87 million bank. Now it's well over $2 billion. And uh, it, it worked out fine. I decided to keep the bank and put it in a credit card business. Very unusual business. And we have three and a half million credit card holders na nationally now with the first premier bank card. And it's very great business. I've got the right people running it and it makes a lot of money. So uh, and I, I love sharing that money. I, I do a lot in, in philanthropy. Mm. Uh, probably the big, biggest part of my life is now devoted to philanthropy. I've given, given away already well over $2 billion. And Kaiser is recipient of part of that uh, for good, good reason, for good causes. So we created a very, very unusual credit card organization. Sioux Falls is one of the biggest credit card companies or, or cities in the country. We've got Citibank located here, Wells Fargo's here, uh, for their, their, their national credit card operations. And I hired one of the top people from, from Citibank, a uh, young guy, but he put the whole deal together. He's now been with me 30 years. And uh, our typical employee lasts here about 25, 30 years, and uh, we take very good care of them. They, they take very good care of me, so as, as witnessed by my philanthropy. So it's been a great experience all the way along. You touched a lot on how those early impacts in Kaisai like really affected you and really kind of set your life on course to be where you are today. I mean, I think it's so important we talk about in the pursuit those seven core values and just learning how to be a gentleman from you know the first you know the first a day you're a potential new member all the way past till we graduate to the end of our lives. You know, this is a lifely commitment we talk about. Good. Good. Um, and you know, just going on back to that early undergrad experience, what would you say was a fond memory or experience of yours that you kind of look back to now um, as, you know, beneficial, helpful, just a, kind of a reference point almost? Okay, well, getting out of high school before university, before KSI, I got into some, some difficulties with the law. And uh, uh, one of the first things I was, that impressed me about KSI was, you are a gentleman, otherwise you're out. Plain and simple, that, that, that's a ground rule. And that, that's the best thing uh, any organization can have, is structure yourself properly for the, for the future. And they did a great job of it. I had a tough older brother. He, he was, at that time, a, a veteran back, back in school. But uh, the lodge was outstanding. It was a great experience for, for me to get with a, a more select gentlemanly group at, at the university, and Kaisai was, was it. So I interviewed, or I went through uh, Pledge Week and so on and so forth with, with, different, uh, with different organizations, but Kaisai stood out as the highest quality by far away of, of any of the, uh, the clubs that I, I visited. So I was happy to, to join there. One of my buddies from high school was a, a member, and he got me in, in trained and, and involved in the organization, and, and uh, it was 
absolutely a great experience. But to me, it proved out the whole idea of higher quality life. Better education, work harder, and um, I did, and it turned out. Now I've got the good fortune of putting a lot of those characteristics to work in my own businesses, and uh, about 2,000 employees nationwide, and uh, it works out very well. Excellent. Yeah. I think, you know, a, a question that's really going to, a commonality that we're going to have in a lot of these, you know, uh, you know, potential interviews and what's coming after this and something you touched on is why did you decide to rush a fraternity in general? And more specifically, like you touched on, what brought you to Kai Sai? You know, you mentioned you have these special elements and that, you know, they, these guys are striving to be the highest quality of gentlemen. Did you notice that immediately? And, you know, during that rush week, like what? Like During, what really during rush week, they were, they were gentlemen. They were truly interested in me mm -hmm. and, and individually. And uh, I really felt that they could do more for me. Uh, in that organization than, than most organizations are drinking clubs and, and uh, sports clubs and so on and so forth. A couple of fraternities were, were strictly sports uh, figures from the university and the like, but uh, others were, uh, uh, they won all the, the beer contests. <laughs> so I, I didn't need that. I needed to get serious about my life at that point in time as I, uh, my Misfortune and misdeeds put me in the in the in the jail. Uh, I said I got to develop a new life, and I said I really provided uh, that that for me, and uh, it, was, it was just a quality experience all the way around. Fabulous. One of my, as I say, one of my uh, dear friends from high school was the one that intrigued me, and uh, there was a Kaisa and got me to. To pledge there, and I've never regretted it for a minute. So, a good experience. That's awesome. Um, you know, like we talked about, it's a, it's a brotherhood that's meant to be set apart. And I, you know, I think you know your story, you living through that, really shows you know what it can do. From what you're describing, it, it really sounds like your you know your college and undergrad experience was pivotal in your life, and I think that's so important. So, so that leads me into my next question: What would you you know, and you know, you're, you said you're 85. What would you, in today's age, tell your college self as a piece of advice? You know, um, obviously, with that being pivotal, what's a piece of advice you'd give your college self? For for actives, uh, yeah, for actives, it can be you know from a, a business standpoint, you know, uh, you know, just how you were living in general, just a piece of advice in any walk of life that you would have given your college self. Yeah, uh, clearly, the experience yeah. was so valuable to me, uh, coming away with much more of a gentlemanly uh, demeanor, uh, together with the fact that I, I'm still very, very involved with the alum, alumni, my age group particularly, and I, I visit the lodge every fall and uh, take in the football game, so on and so forth, but, but the entire experience was, was positive. There was nothing, nothing ever negative about the experience with Kaisa. Yeah, going back into the seven core values, you know, as you know, one of them um, is charity, and you touched on, you know, your philanthropies and what, like what you've gotten into. What like what first like brought your attention to that, and what has like continued to really make that a passion of yours as time has gone on in your career and just your lifetime? Well, uh, very basically, uh, I'm 85 years old. I'm still working. I'm not working for any value to myself. I'm working for value to uh, the world. 
and that's what I concentrate on, and and it's working working very well for me. Uh, not only in the state of South Dakota, but na nationally, I'm very very involved with uh, children's causes, particularly health uh, issues and and the like, and uh, uh, and health organizations as well. Here in Sioux Falls, we've got an organization called Sanford Health. We have. Uh, 50,000 employees. Uh, it's a private nonprofit organization. 35 hospitals, 250 clinics, and 200 assisted living locations nationwide. So, all under my name, and I'm very happy to continue supporting it. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you really are, you know, touching on, you know, these positive things that we're bringing just from the undergrad life on, and how, you know, this journey that we talk about. I mean, not to you know, make a pun and talk about the name, but this journey is, you know, is, is a lifetime one. It's not just one that ends after our four years. We're still carrying on those values all, all the way through. Um, and it sounds like just listening to you, you know, tell your story, you know, you've clearly had a great impact on so many people, even beyond this community. So who would you say has impacted your life the most personally? I would say my father. father. Uh, and, and some of my older, my older brothers, like my, my, my big brother at, at Kaisai. I mean, he was on my butt all the time, and rightly so. I was not, I was not a natural student by any means. I barely graduated, but I did graduate, and he got me to graduate. It was a great influence on me that I would not have gotten, I don't think I would have gotten uh, through another uh, year of college without the experience that, uh, and the, all the values that, that Kaisai taught me. I think, you know, a lot of times um, people are, like we touched on, people are assuming this is just a way we act in college, that it's not a way of life. And I think, as you touched on with you know, other fraternities, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's about the beer drinking, or it's about you know, being involved, or this or that, or I mean, who can make this like, cool and appealing four years? And I think that, you know, what, what sets us apart is, like I said, our lifelong, our lifelong commitment. So after you know, really discussing your career, your philanthropies, um, and you know, obviously you're a father too, uh, what, would you, what would you say in your own words, is your greatest single accomplishment, would you say? Single greatest accomplishment, I believe, totally is my philanthropy. Your philanthropy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to work for a purpose. Other than to, you know, when you get past support uh, of yourself and your family and so on and so forth. Uh, I, I really believe uh, what I've, the, the changes that I've been able to make in different organizations uh, is really, my, my biggest accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you discussed, um, you know, early on, how you know you, you had some trouble, you know, at home with the law growing up. Would you say if you could go back and change something from your early life, or just you know anything before you come to Kaisai, what do you think that would be? I think I'd be looking for a mentor mm. uh, earlier on. Uh, I, I never really had when I had an older brother that uh, was quite the opposite, and uh, that, that didn't work out very well. So I think I would have depended upon uh, good people a, a, a lot earlier than I did. 
I think, you know, having, you know, like you talked about your big brother, uh, and, you know, obviously anyone who's, you know, been a brother with us has a big brother in their own alpha. I think people really underestimate how important those are um, for, you know, setting you straight. You said, I mean, I mean, without your big brother, you don't think you're able to get through that last year of college. You know, mine pushes me the same way, uh, texts me all the time just to be better every single day. And I feel like, you know, having mentors in our own life, whether they're blood or not, is so, so important. No, no you question. No yeah. Question. And guys, I can offer that. Yes, and, and I absolutely. would throw that challenge out to whoever sees this, uh, this video or the like. But uh, look, if you can't do it yourself, look for somebody that can do it for you. Mm. Plain and simple. So, how would you? You're a man, obviously, many successes, many talents. How would you personally define hard work? We talked about that a little bit in the beginning, um, and I would say it's kind of a subjective definition. How would you describe hard work? Like, what's hard work to Brother Denny Sanford? I believe. Hard work is a, the motivation mm. that you have to do, do good, not just for yourself, but for your family. Uh, I have a, uh, my oldest son is a Kaisai, and uh, uh, it's rubbed off on him uh, dramatically. And uh, Kaisai was a great experience for him as well. So, but uh, overall, I, I think uh, just a willingness to, to work hard for your accomplishments, plain and simple. And, and Kaisai was a, a big part of that for me. You know, I think a lot of people, what, you know, what resonates with our brothers and with um, a lot of people going just through various walks of life is that we all have, you know, a single commonality. We have setbacks, we have failures. Um, and I think you know you as a very you know successful and talented man know that the the pathway to that is anything but linear and is not always straight up and down. Would you say in your life you experienced a minor or major setback um, that really kind of tested you know your will and your dedication not only to this business but just to your ideals and your beliefs? I no question about it. And Kaiser was such a, a significant part of that mm. uh, all the way through. It was just it, it was truly one of the greatest experiences of my life. And I, I like to see the organization grow, continue on, uh, gain strength. Uh, I'd throw out a challenge to uh, anyone that listens to that keep making those lodges significant. Not just, uh, not just the brotherhood, not just the drinking party, uh, so on and so forth, but make the lodges significant. So, because I look back, uh, the University of Minnesota has one of the best lodges in the in the country, but I've been in several of them around the country. And uh, uh, just, just the physical presence of, uh, in, of those organizations in the, organiza in the organization in general uh, is far superior to any other kind of fraternity system that I've seen. How would you describe your your you know your your personal work in the leadership style? You know, it doesn't have to be strictly for first premier. You can talk about your uh, philanthropies. Everyone kind of has a uh, a kind of niche, I would say, a kind of um, certain idea of how they like to work, how they like to conduct business. Would you say there's a certain way you like to do the business that you've done your whole career? Well, I, I always I think Kaiser taught me this in part, looking for a higher value, um, more what I can do for for not only myself, but for my family and, and uh, for, for my fraternity brothers as well. So I've helped several of them out, out along the way and it, it's worked out well. I, um, now, like, I mean, I, I think your story, it just, it, it reminds us how, 
you know, our one, our past doesn't define us. You can experience a multitude of, you know, you know, issues. You can come from any type of background and you can still, you know, make the, the those pivotal transitions and you can make those strides towards being that gentleman that you described. And, you know, I think hearing that through the story, um, I, I think, you know, it'll resonate, especially with a lot of younger people, because as, as much as we'd like to think, um, you know, we, we work our best to instill those values. And, uh, and, but the, the truth is, I mean, there's, there's people everywhere that have gone through, you know, uh, different types of struggles, ones that not everyone can understand. And, uh, you know, if they have that opportunity in their respective alphas to, you know, make a turnaround just like you did, I mean, um, that's not to say that they follow the exact same, you know, pathway after the undergrad experience, but they're still able to learn what's at the heart of everything we do. And I think that's so important. Yeah. Uh, moving into some softer questions though, uh, one that we really got requested was, wh what would you say are your personal like favorite mo or influential movies of your lifetime, films? Personal experience with it. Uh, what would you say are the most influential like movies of your lifetime? Like what's something you recommend to an undergrad, like a movie they need to watch or perhaps a film? It can even be a book if you'd like that also. I don't think there's one in particular that it maybe, stands out. Maybe the Kai Sai story, right? You know, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, you got to read that cover to cover. Oh, no question about it. Yeah. No, I definitely, um, I definitely think going through the pursuit, being able to go through all those, you know, all, all, every major section of the Kai Sai story was, uh, it, it, you know, it was tiring, it was long, but it was a, definitely a good way to really understand, you know, what we do here, our history. Yeah, no question. All the above there. So obviously that's one we got to recommend to every Kai Sai. Um, so, do you have a favorite particular memory at Alpha Nu? Something shared perhaps with a big brother or uh, you know, an active there uh, that you just really enjoyed and that you kind of remember a fond, you know, impactful memory, something like that? Well, several, several members are, are still very, very close friends of, of, of mine. Uh, Pete Lee in particular, a Minnesota grad, uh, a neighbor in, in Arizona, and uh, uh, good, good people. So across the board, we still get together on, 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 on occasion, particularly around home, homecoming. But uh, uh, it's just, it's just a, a great organization to belong to. No, that's that's excellent. I know um, one thing everyone talks about is how you know when they've when they've left, they've made their mark and go on. They they always you know hang on to that pledge class. So they hang on to these brothers, and it's 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 really nice to hear that you've maintained that relationship with uh, you know many of of your brothers you know over the years. I think it's I think it's so important. You know, I remember the first thing that I got told when I you know when I kind of joined and when I became you know a potential new member, uh, and then eventually a you know a pledge. They were telling me you know these guys in your class are the ones that are going to stand at your wedding. You know, these are the guys that are going to stand with you in the biggest moments of your life. No question. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah. having that with me, it's not only comforting, it's just, it's really cool to see that these are not just four-year friends, these are yeah. lifelong friends, yeah. you know? I mean, I'm 85 years old, and we're, uh, we're putting a, a group together, I think it's the 15th of June or something like that. Oh, I see. Uh, and uh, 5th of June. And uh, we'll have a dozen of my contemporaries from guys say in that, in that meeting. And, well, I'll share our, our uh, stories and... and uh, Reminisce? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's excellent. Um, the, the brotherhood is just unbelievable. 
I think so too. You know, I, I mean, I, if I ever am thinking of a word to describe it, I would say blessed. You know, it's it's that simple. I mean, a lot of people don't, like I said, understand the multitude of like you know what we find there and what we will find in that undergrad experience and beyond. But I would say you know it's so so important. Um, and I, you know, I've never ever doubted that. You know, since I Good. since I've joined. Um, so again, the, here's another personal one. What would you say is your biggest fear? Good question. Hmm. I would say uh, bad health. I'm, I'm 85 years old. I've got good health, but I'm getting to that 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 point uh, where I'm not going to be around very very long. And so my biggest fear is not not being around for my family, my friends, and and Kaisai and, and the like. That's, that's my only fear. But I, I don't go to sleep with it every night. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people do feel like mortality, you know, yeah. realizing that we're not invincible and that we really do have to do our best to make that impact here. I mean, that's what you've done to your philanthropies. That's what you've done to your business. You have tens of thousands of people employed, you know, people um, getting help, especially, you know, your, 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 your children's philanthropy. Right. I mean, there is, you know, there's kids who are, you know, early in their lives that like seriously, you know, need help, need the support. And you know that's what your philanthropy is able to give them. You're able you're able to alleviate some of that fear, no some question. of that worry, financial stress, you know, any of the above. So that's that's really when you think about it, why you do it. Yeah. Would you say yeah. everything you do? Um, so what would you say is your biggest strength? You feel like you've carried over, you know, all these years. Biggest strength, I think, is just my my, my work ethics mm. uh, by far and away. I run great organizations. I have great people. Uh, in them, and uh, and and they, if I can teach someone uh, good habits, I would say it's, it's going to be in the in the work environment, particularly. Uh, but it, it can pay off in a big time, in a big way, as it did for me. Yeah, no, I think um, I think a lot of people. Uh, really neglect work ethic these days and people really don't realize how important it is for getting you where you are and so I think that's definitely a really really great strength to have um, I feel oftentimes a lot of people um, you know successful or not often uh, find that their greatest strength is also simultaneously their greatest weakness you know sometimes we you know you want to strive to do something work really hard to make something happen and you're really well intentioned and sometimes it just you know uh, that falls through and you know like I said we talked about how setbacks are are simply a part of life uh, and it's about how we respond to those setbacks, you know, no whether it's in business yeah. or just in life, you know. And uh, getting into, you know, life, um, as we get closer to the end of the questions here, getting into life, you know, you, you're a father, you have two tr children. Tell me about, like, what, what has fatherhood taught you? You know, we have a lot of, um, you know, alumni, maybe some uh, older actors that, you know, are about to be dads. And, uh, you know, it's definitely... I would say probably one of the greatest challenges uh, of you know your life is learning how to, to be a parent. So tell me about what that's been like for you with your two children. Uh, it was a great experience being a parent, uh, raising uh, two of my own sons, raising uh, my half-brother uh, who lost our, our mother when he was 16, no, no parents. So I, I, I raised him and he turned out absolutely great. And uh, the boys are, are great. so. Uh, I think that's a big, big accomplishment in my life. What would you say value-wise or just like lessons, like what, what would you say fatherhood really taught you though? Like what did, what, what did you have to pick up along the way? Because um, obviously most 
parents will tell you, you learn as you go. Yeah. What were some things you learned in you know, raising your two boys and you know, uh, your half-brother? Like, what were some of those values? Uh, the one that came hardest uh, was patience. patience. <laughs> it just, it's not in my, my bailiwick of, of, of strength at all. And so I think patience, uh, primarily with my, with my boys, but also with, with employees. Just give them an opportunity to, uh, to move forward and, and support them as much as possible. I, I work with kids myself, you know, back in Louisville, so I, um, I haven't gotten the full, I haven't crossed that full threshold yet, but I mean, they will wear your patience then. Um, they will push buttons you didn't even know you had, but you know, I think it's just such an important part about, you know, uh, we talk about how, you know, in Kaisai we're, we're not raising, but we're, we're helping develop gentlemen. And we're, and, we're, and we're, you know, they're leaving that four year experience is that I think it's similar to almost, you know, being a father, being that uh, part of that big structure in the household, raising, you know, your sons or your daughters to be those quality people, just like we would talk about in our fraternal life, you know? Yeah, no question. Yeah, no, I would say that's, that's super important. Yes, yeah, so, you know, moving away from the questions, just, you know, highlighting important pieces. It seems, you know, that, um, People don't even realize at points how important and how much you can get out of four years of Kaisai. One thing I remember our number one, you know, telling us when we first got in, um, his name is his name's Cameron Elder. He told us that um, this is what you make out of it. it. Whatever you put in, you will get out. And, you know, you don't even understand the limits of, if there are any, of the things that you can do here, the people you can, you know, the person you can become, um, just like the, the connections you can make, whether it's friendships, business. I mean, it, seems, it sounds like you just get everything out of that four-year experience. Well, it's much more than just a social life. Absolutely. Much more than so social life only. So uh, uh, look at the, the values that can come, come forth from it. And, that, and that's what Kaisai is all about. That's what uh, Sam and his team have to uh, continue reminding everyone, every chapter, every, every alpha uh, nationwide. Look, there's a, there, there's a purpose for us in this world and make it work. Yeah, no, I'm, I, like I said, I think, you know, going back to the pursuit and, you know, the Kaisai story and learning all those foundational lessons, I think it's so important for us to be anchored by those values. Because, I mean, without that, without, you know, g getting into all that reading, you know, uh, kind of internalizing it, I mean, wh where do you think we end up? You know, it's, I, I think it is so important to just, you know, remember why we're all here, how we came to be here, and what we're going to do. You know, it's, it, like you said, it's, it couldn't be less, I would say, of a social experience. You can get some of those aspects out of it, but it's just a fraction of what everything it can actually bring you. For sure. And I think your life is, you know, a testament to that, if anything, and I, and I really do hope it's able, um, which I'm sure it will, is just able to encourage other people who are in similar, similar situations, who are, you know, working on develop, developing themselves into that quality gentleman that we just, you know, described, and um, hopefully, uh, we can take this in future shows and really unpack, you know, um, that, you know, what we're doing here, it's, it's, it's till the very end. You know, we're, we're, we're here to live out everything we talk about, and it is not a four-year commitment. It's, yeah, it's way sure. beyond that. Denny, I want to thank you for being here with us today. Uh, like I said, despite what you may or may not think, you, you, you know, you've done fantastic to really show us uh, what we're looking to be and, uh, you know, who we're looking to become. And, you know, obviously uh, that we're trying to remain entrenched in these values. And I think it's a perfect way. There's no better way, in fact, to start off uh, what this has been. So thank you so much for being with us today. Like I said, we're uh, in the headquarters of Premier Bank in Sioux Falls. Uh, anything you'd like to say, you know, to the undergrad or? Uh, uh, say, first off, you've done a great job. Oh, I appreciate uh, that. Thank you. Uh, you're a good wordsmith uh, right off the bat. But uh, just, uh, I hope this experience uh, learning from the two of us 
uh, via this, this video is going to help a, a lot of people along the way. I think so too. Uh, the yeah. value systems are so important. Uh, I, I have to add to that. Most important things are trust and respect mm. in any server relationship. And if you can learn that, and Kaisai can help teach that. Okay, be respectful and, and be trustful. I think Where's just it? yeah. I mean, I think just staying anchored to all that is so so important. And I think I mean, who better to tell that than you, brother Denny Sanford? Yeah. Like it's a class of uh, Alpha Nu fifty eight. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us out. I mean, it's like I said, it's gorgeous here, and we and we really you know not only enjoyed you know this conversation, but what's to come after this. Um, you know, a big reason we start this podcast is to you know again to reiterate is to help you know make these connections with our alumni to hear all these um, amazing important stories and. Uh, tell them to our community, tell them to our world. Um, you know, all of our brothers, you know, from coast to coast, even those living internationally now. So I think, uh, you know, sitting here and being able to talk about all this stuff, you know, as two gentlemen, uh, I think it's going to do uh, wonders for people. And I'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes. Thanks for the opportunity. Right. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we will be on social media. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to uh, talk about our next guest, our next show date, uh, pretty much anything uh, above that. So you guys have a great day, a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. Very good.